This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thank you, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Robert from Two Nerds and a Joke. Welcome to a special edition where we have a great conversation with a friend of the podcast, Jason Von Steitz. Please enjoy. And now, sports analysis of fictional characters with Dr. Jason Von Steitz. Glad to be here. Hey, thanks for being up so early on your side of the world. Yes. Uh, the pleasure. It's no, it gives me a reason to uh, to get excited, to drink coffee, and and, and get going in the morning. Awesome. Yes. The perfect thing. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, Doctor, if you will, um, we are going to be doing um, a review on one of everybody's favorite bald men, which we know we're fans of, uh, which is uh, Jean-Luc in his world. So <laughs> Jean-Luc where Picard. do we start off? Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, where do we start with Jean-Luc? All right. Uh, so Jean-Luc Picard, like you said, he's our he's our favorite bald man. Um, he, you know, never never mind The Rock, never mind uh, Michael <laughs> Jordan. It's all about Jean-Luc Picard. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. He did it first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I I'm so happy to talk about uh, Picard, Captain Picard, or Admiral Picard, or retired private citizen Picard, however you want to think about him. Um, He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, What is so great about Captain Picard is, is that he's sort of like this, almost like an, like an archetype. He's, he's sort of like the perfect dad or like the perfect wise professor of, slash father figure uh, in in many ways um and he's one of the things that's great about him is he's um uh like if we're thinking about sports he's sort of like a like a great scholar athlete uh he would he would be the athlete who maybe won um you know scholar athlete of the year and had a 4.0 and was also an all-american um so kind of going back to our uh, sports psychology framework. Um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past in past episodes is the importance of values and how when athletes or performers base their actions and their decisions off of their core personal values, they're going to have more motivation. They're going to they're going to be more likely to do all the little things that add up to them performing better, like uh, showing up to practice on time and giving it their all and stretching afterward. All those little things that then add up to to more success. Uh, you're more likely to do that if you base your decisions off of your values instead of your emotions. Like, uh, you know, if you're feeling good, then you work hard and you're nice to people. And if you're feeling down and out, then you give up and you go home and you slam your equipment on the ground. Uh, So that's emotionally driven behavior. And Captain Picard is someone who's really great at value driven behavior. And if we go back to Star Trek Next Generation, Captain Picard also like really, he's, he's the perfect symbol of, Starfleet and what Starfleet aspires to be in many ways and it's all kind of in the mission statement or in you know in what you think about Starfleet you know um, wisdom fairness justice science all all those things are kind of um, really symbolized really well like by Picard like he's the walking embodiment of those things 
and he's the the father figure of pretty much everybody in his in, in the ship in his crew, uh, especially Riker, especially Data, especially Wesley. You know, in those old episodes, there's some great episodes where you know Measure of a Man or mm. Offspring with with Data's uh, daughter, where mm. um, Picard really symbolizes that ability to look at a different situation where you've never been in before and then uh, be able to put your values into that situation and make decisions and act based off of those values. So people didn't really know, like, is an android um, a sentient being or not? Do they have freedom? Do they have liberty? And Picard, what's great about Picard is he even learns from his mistakes and he's not always right. So um, a great example is in Measure of a Man, uh, Picard at first is kind of, um, or, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, actually in, in Offspring, I was thinking of Offspring. At first, Picard is not sure if Data really should create new life, if Data should have the freedom to do that. But then after having a discussion with, uh, with Data, he realizes, oh, We've already kind of figured this out. In, in Measure of a Man, we figured out that Data is a free, sentient being who can make his own decisions, and then therefore he has the right to create life, just like anybody else. And then Picard acts based off of uh, off of those values that he has. And then, so so that's one really great example. And then if we kind of take those same ideas and put it into to sport, uh, there was an episode. I can't remember which one it was, but where um, the the Borg are heavily involved in it. I th- maybe it was IQ or I, something like that. Um, and uh, there's a moment where uh, Picard is fencing. So Picard is a very capable athlete, and he's fencing with Guinan. And um, and at first, I if I remember correctly, at first Picard is kind of winning, um, and and in between their little matches Picard and Guinan are kind of uh, having discussions about what's going on in the bigger picture in their episode like Borg and should we destroy the Borg should we not kind of take wiping out an entire species goes against Star Trek values or Starfleet values but Picard was strongly considering doing it should he not do it and all of this is you know it's it's very stressful it's very um um you know it's it's very distracting from his task which which at the moment was just fencing and then once they start to fence again uh Guinan uh she like Picard scores a, a touch on Guinan and she kind of uh, maybe I think she pretends to be injured a little bit. She looks injured, and Picard kind of lowers his his uh, whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, yeah, he lowers exactly. his guard. Yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oh, Guinan, are you okay?" And then bam, Guinan touches him. Guinan scores a point, and um, and that's maybe that was against the rules. Maybe that was a trick, but Guinan's strategy was effective, and. Picard in that moment, he kind of took his his if, if we look at it from a sports psychology perspective, he took his focus off of the task at hand 
he was acting based off of emotion instead of off of his uh, values. Not not that he you know not that there was necessarily a competing value, but uh, he he was basing on his uh, behavior off of emotion where he was angry and then he let himself get distracted and what he could have done if if he were keeping his focus on the task is just kind of pause and take a breath and then you know keep his guard up but then also base off base his actions off of his values and say um Guinan, are you okay do you need help but you know still keeping in mind that well we are competing in this in this little match right now uh, so that that was an instance of Picard kind of slipping up a little bit but Overall, Picard uh, – and so so if I were working with him, I would remind him about that. Like, hey, remember your values, even given a certain context where uh, you're not sure of what's going on. You can still protect yourself. You can still base your actions off of your values by asking Guinan if she's okay. And you can still stay focused on the task, which in that moment was – you know, fencing or sparring or or whatever you want to call it. So so that's so that's one example. And then with Picard, we can we can just talk about it all day. But do you have any questions or comments so far? You go ahead, Robert. I'll I'll save mine for last. Okay. All right. Yours for last. Well, so here's here's some here's some interesting thoughts with that because it's 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 a very dynamic because you look at it because one of the things that you know that we talked about before we went on is. You know, okay, who who kind of represents in the real world a, a Picard type athlete? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things you have to consider with uh, with Picard as a character is you said he's kind of the ultimate value of the of his world of his mm-hmm. of Starfleet, you know, of his sport, if you will. So you have to kind of think of that archetype that is the embodiment of the sport. And what kind of happens in in some of the later things, and especially in some of the movies, good ones and bad, is <laughs> You start to see Picard upholds the values of Starfleet better than Starfleet. So the sport itself, if you will, mm-hmm. starts to become less ethical than the player. So he's right. now upstanding a, 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 a series of values that the sport itself doesn't even hold true anymore. Right. How how is you going into that with that with that athlete you know you now you say yeah you slipped up here and there as you said you know you had some moments where emotion took advantage of you but overall you want to stay true to your value system in in the sport but now you're seeing and this happens a lot in sports the sport itself go down is a non-ethical non-value system how do you decide how do you coach you know how do you help us an athlete who sees that start to happen what do you kind of guide them through if you were you know probably came to you and said hey look i'm holding my values right but believe if you will is not how do i how do i bring that together how do i how do i uh, put the word for it how do i rectify how do i you know kind of bring those value systems so that's kind of an interesting thought that i had on on that so i don't know what your thoughts were there yeah that's that's a great point and for me like if if I were working with Picard and that exact situation came up where he is this amazing representation of Starfleet values and the sport itself changes or something about the context or something about Starfleet changes, then what I would what I would want to do with Picard or with somebody like that is kind of just just talk talk about that itself and 
and help Picard or the athlete to figure out for themselves for themselves or what do they want to do because uh, you know each individual needs to make that choice so one of the things that we would do is talk about um, talk about his reason why like if you want to stay in this game and this sport in Starfleet and you want to continue upholding those values you want to continue you know doing whatever it is that makes sense to you like why do you want to do that why is it so important for Picard he really upholds those values you know like th those are really personally important to him so I would imagine that he would say like because these values are inherently important and I need to um, I need to be the one expressing them and living them and, and maybe being an example for others and and it's completely up to him whether he would stay in the sport or do that on his own and we would kind of figure that out like is is the best way to do that to stay within the sport or to stay within Starfleet and do his best there? Is it to go off and do his own thing and uphold those values separately? And we would want to figure out like what would what would he gain from that? Like what would the benefit be? Like maybe helping lots of people, maybe um, teaching people that these values are important that there and that there's goodwill in the universe and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. then what what would the sacrifices be that he would need to make? You know, he could be ostracized. He could lose his friends. He could, you know, get demoted like, or, you know, whatever. They could tarnish his reputation and have a smear campaign against him. There could be all kinds of stuff going on. And then we would want to kind of weigh those pros and cons and like, okay, here are the benefits. This is, these are really good things. And here are all the sacrifices that you will have to make. And now just honestly, let's look at this and is this worth it for you? Because this is these are all the downsides that will happen. So is it worth it for you? And then after he decides and it will be completely up to him, then we start thinking about what to do next and how to move forward. Mm. Nice. Oh, hi. And Ernie, you said you had one, too, that you wanted to ring in. <clears throat> well, for me, uh, judging Picard against the other captains, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have um, Shatner's um, Shatner's version of uh, Captain Kirk. Sorry, mm -hmm. I got a little brain circuit there. Uh, Shatner's version of Captain Kirk, which he seems to be more of the – he's lost more battles than he's won. Oh, you know what I mean? So he's gone in, and he's – you know, headstrong and everything else, and he gets into this fight, he gets pummeled, he retreats, he learns and comes back, and he ultimately wins. Then yeah. there's Chris Pine's version of Kirk, which is, you know what, forget, let's let's not think too much about this, let's just go in there and go all out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then you have Picard, which is, I think, is still the gold standard, and then you have, um, whoa, gosh, I, I hate to say this, but I keep calling him Captain Bacula. Yeah, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, I'm sorry, that's on me. He was actually pretty decent as a captain, right? And mm -hmm. if I had to equate it all to sports, I would equate it like somewhat to more like basketball. And I would equate Picard to being like the David Robinson of the group. Like mm -hmm. the stalwart like figure that doesn't get rattled. He's very much in control of his own emotions. I don't think he ever got fouled out of a game. I don't think he ever got teed up. He was always there to back up his team. And, and in a, a sport like basketball, which is a team, it's mainly an individual sport disguised as a team sport, right? 
Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of one-on-one. You have to like beat the guy who's on you one-on-one, and then ultimately beat the other four guys that are there, right? Which is the system, the other, the rest of the team. And David Robinson, I don't know. They would add players like uh, like Dennis Rodman, who mm-hmm. would want to get in there and just hey, let's just let's just throw punches and see where they land. And Robinson's like, no, this is how we do it. We have to be precise. We have to be surgical. We we are better prepared for these guys. We're smarter than these guys. Let's outsmart them rather than trying to beat them physically. Mm-hmm. And I would think of him more along the lines of like a a true center in basketball, like commanding the floor where like everything goes through Picard, right? And I think of him like that on on the Enterprise, uh, especially when he was fighting an enemy like the Borg, where. Look, he did the right thing. He followed the rule book. And the rule book says, if you do it like this, you're going to get this outcome. And sure enough, it didn't happen. And he ended up losing himself. And he saw what the Borg was all about. And he was like, look, the Borg don't care about our rules. They don't care about anything else. They're just in it to, like, exist. And if you're not going to be part of it, then they just wipe you out. Mm -hmm. You know, resistance is futile. That type (laughs) of thing. So – he becomes Locutus, and I think he loses himself, and I think that's where that whole discussion with Guinan is very poignant in his development, uh, in his psychology, is the fact that he lost big time, and he had the weight of that loss. So it's more like, you know, kind of seeing David Robinson, like, walking off the floor, like, kind of dejected, you know, he, you know, walking off after a, a championship round where they went the full seven, and they still came up short, you know, it's... I don't know if you if you see it the same way, good doctor. Um, what, would, what would you say to somebody who has been so successful for so long, and he's such a good guy, and he's like, he has all those good qualities, and yet it doesn't come out for him. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's something that maybe um, most athletes or most performers will experience. I mean, not not necessarily the part about being you know, one of the greatest ever and then still not getting the outcome that they want. But most performers and most athletes uh, will end up um, not being the, the world champion or, you know, even in a in a more local competition, even like, uh, you know, let's say uh, the California state championships in whatever sport, there's still like a lot of people working towards that goal and then maybe one person coming out on top so that is a very common experience and all you can really do is go back to your why your reason why go back to your values and kind of this might sound cliched but the um uh the it's it's about the journey and and not the destination so why why are you doing this? Hopefully it, it's bringing you some kind of intrinsic um, or there's intrinsic reasons for it and it's bringing you a sense of satisfaction and you're doing it because you, um, like you, you want to do it and it makes you feel good to do it. And then thinking of you know, something so important like within the Star Trek universe, like fighting off the Borg who are assimilating civilization after civilization, you don't necessarily fight them because you think you're going to win because you are probably going to lose. But you fight them because you think it's the right thing to do, because uh, you have loved ones that you care about, 
because you value maybe the Starfleet way of of, of living. You value each other civilization's um, freedom to live their lives the way that they want to. So you really only have two choices, fight the Borg or run away. And uh, uh, Picard did the math and thought, okay, I think right now is time to fight. And he didn't necessarily come out on top. And that, that sucks, but he – he did it knowing that he would probably lose and that he thought it was the right thing to do. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a great thing to, to kind of think about with, with any character like that is, is what is the outcome when they, when they do ultimately eventually lose, and it's the same thing in sports too. Yeah. Great. Very interesting. Very very thought-provoking with, with Picard. So great archetype. Yeah. Any yeah, other... I, I personally don't think Picard ever recovered from it, to be honest with you, that, that loss and all the... Uh, the lives that were assigned to it. Cause if I'm not mistaken, he was the one that drew up the final like battle plan for that last run. I think it was a two part episode. It was like the season finale of one and then like the mm-hmm. season beginning of another. And like, we saw him like the Borg cube spaceship just totally run roughshod over Picard's plans. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I believe something like that did happen. Um, yeah, and then now, uh, you know, in the, in the current series, there's all kinds of interesting, fun things happening, and a lot of those same dynamics are playing out where that we talked about with Picard, um, you know, being the great symbol of Starfleet values, and and he needs to act based off of those values, and and it's sort of like a retired athlete coming back, and like, mm-hmm. does he still have it, and. Um, you know, uh, so that that would be very interesting to to talk about uh, uh, someday. But I think it's time to to wrap up this segment. It may may have gone a little long. So uh, <laughs> so nothing wrong with Picard. Yeah, nothing wrong with talking about Picard. Yeah. All right, all right, guys. Well, we we will see you guys next time. And and of course, as always, as Dr. Jason would say, insert tagline here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Please sure to follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And everybody have a great day. We will talk to you guys next time. Peace out. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.